Welcome to another message from the teaching team at Elevation Church Australia. For more information about our church, service times and locations, visit elevationchurch.com.au. Morning church, how are we this morning? Good? Come on, come on, make some noise. How are we? Happy Father's Day, come on. Okay, yesterday, just a quick update, we had our men's breakfast uh, yesterday morning. I just want to share with you. Yeah, there we go. We got fed and we prayed for each other. It was an awesome time of prayer. And we had over 80, 80 men turn up. Now, that's, that's a moment in history. I took, Callum took the photos. I took a few photos. I want to share it with you this morning because it's a moment you don't want to forget. It's a moment you don't want to forget. And encourage all you men uh, to come at our next one in November. It's going to be even bigger and greater. And uh, it's, you know, it's just men getting in the space of men and and, and men from all different walks of life. Normally you have a men's gathering, it's, you know, professional or hobbies or whatever, but everyone from different walks of life came. So it was an awesome time yesterday. Well, happy Father's Day. What would Father's Day be without a dad joke? <laughs> it was a bit like, ooh, ah. We cannot have Father's Day without a dad joke. So in 2016, my and my family went to Japan. That's us. We didn't dress like that every day, just trying to set you some context. So in Japan, they have bees in Japan, just like they have bees here that make honey. And so this one bee from Tokyo and one bee from Osaka met one day. And the Tokyo bee said to the Osaka bee, Wasabi. <laughs> now, I'm gonna t- as a dad, I'm going to take 10 minutes to explain it and then lose the moment. So I'm not going to do that. Anyway, happy Father's Day. Now, Father's Day started in the United States of America. Uh, it was started by a lady called Sonora Smart Dodd from Washington. Uh, her father raised her and her five siblings on his own. And the fact here is, the reason I bring this up, is that she got the idea while listening to a sermon on Mother's Day. Now, this is from the Encyclopedia Britannica. So, you know... It's founded on the Word of God. Isn't that amazing, you know, when we, when we look deep into that? And, and what a beautiful day is Father's Day. So this morning, we're going to talk a bit about um, fathers, but more so who we are. If he's our, God is our Father in heaven, that makes us his sons. So not just talking to fathers this morning, but we are talking to all the men. We are all sons of God. Uh, in 1 John uh, 3, 1, it reads... Behold, what manner of love the Father had bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. We are the sons of God. The word bestowed in Greek has the idea that it is one-sided giving. It's it's a one-way love. And he doesn't want anything in return. He loves you just one way. We are a son of God. We are loved. We are accepted, embraced by our Father not because of what we do or what we have, it's because of who we already are. It's how he has created us and he loves us how we are. Um, once my daughter, Ariel, she got stuck in a drawer. She got stuck in a drawer, right? The first thing that I do, I walk in the room, I take a photo because there's a photo, right? It's the first thing I do. I take a photo and I stand there, look at her, admire her. And, you know, I have, I'm, I'm laughing on the inside, but she's scared. Look at look how terrified she Look at that look. Like, uh-oh, busted. She got flour all over her face. I don't know where the flour came from, you know, because the kitchen's downstairs. She's upstairs in the second drawer, stuck. Anyway, 
Now, at that point in time, I didn't say to myself, well, I'm going to go check your preschool report and see how good you've been. I'm not going to get the nanny's babysitter's report, see how bad you've been and, and not help you out. And I'm, not going to, I'm going to forget that time that you got the scissors and smashed the plasma screen because your brother wouldn't change your channel. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to erase all of that and I'm going to come and help you out of that drawer, you know. And that's, that's how God... That's how God reaches out to us. He doesn't, he doesn't bring up your past. He doesn't bring up... The devil does that, man. The devil brings up your past, you know, and tries to put you down where you are. But God will come as a father. He will come as a father to you no matter what. And uh, in uh, Romans eight seventeen, And since we are his children, we are his heirs. Now, she didn't realize that's, that's my house. That was our house. And she has everything access to that, even that second drawer, you know. So we are heirs. In fact, together with... Together with Christ, we are heirs of God's glory. But if we are to share his glory, we must also share his suffering. So salvation is far more than just forgiveness of sins. We become sons and we have a father who happens to run the universe and eternity, including heaven. And as sons, we have inheritance and we have authority as well. We accept Christ because we are sons of God. We are all born and need to be approved and, and we get the approval even through our biological parents, like, you know, acceptance. Hey, look at me. You take your kid to soccer. You take a photo. You know, maybe, maybe you could, I could imagine God in heaven. He created all of us in his perfect image. He'd be up in heaven taking photos of us, you know. He'd be like putting on, I don't know, like Insta heaven gram or something, you know. And all the angels would be like, God, not again. Like, you tell us this every day. We see the same photos every day, you know probably getting sick of God and his selfies with us but anyway in Matthew 3 17 a voice from heaven said this is my son whom I love and with whom I am well pleased so God was proud of his son before he even did anything before he even did anything before he even walked on water before he even fed the multitudes before he healed or even taught anyone his father was proud of him. Why? The father is proud of you because you are his son. Simply because you are his son. So right now, we're going to uh, call up uh, three amazing fathers, three amazing men of God in our house, in our church here. And uh, so I want you to give a, a, a big welcome to Adam Bryant. Let's give it up. Come on. And we're going to call up Kevin Poolraj. Give it up for Kevin. And Tai Terry, my brother, where are you? Yeah, here he is. Have a seat, guys. All prepared for you. So, oh, that's mine, uh, Tahi. Yeah. <laughs> Sons, you know, you've got to keep them in line. All right, here we are, gentlemen. And so, just a quick intro. Um, Adam uh, is an educator and he's a writer as well. Uh, yeah, give it up. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Kevin is a uh, business management coach. And uh, yeah, yeah, Kevin. And uh, Tahi is a musician here at, here, here at church and also works in the uh, what industry? <laughs> Education. Yep, yep. Awesome. All right. So. We're going to do a quick speed date session and then we're going to go into something deeper uh, in, in, a, in a moment. So we start with you, Adam. Quick two words 
about your dad? Oh, I'll give you three. Commitment through committees. Commitment through committees. Yeah. Okay, cool. Kevin? Um, hospitality and generosity. Party animal. Those are all good. My dad, being a typical Polynesian, um, very strict and very hard. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Um, quick two words. You as a father would like to be remembered as? Fashion sense. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Um, I think creativity and gentleness. Nice. Kevin? Um, I think just being real and authentic... Well, that's two, but authentic and um, just being compassionate. Yeah, nice, yeah. nice. Tai? Yeah, just always being there and um, always being helpful. Yeah, it's nice. Thanks, guys, for sharing. All right, we're going to get uh, real and we're going to keep it real, real. Can you tell us, share with us, um, a time when you're a son, you have a father, and sometimes you might muck up a bit, and so, uh, when you were disciplined, and what did you do to get disciplined? Oh, we could be here for a while. Um, I'm a child of the, of the 1970s, okay? So, the hand of discipline applied liberally to the seat of learning, okay? <laughs> My parents found me drawing down the hallway in marker, and when confronted... I blamed Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Who did that? Mickey draw. Yep, so hand discipline, seat of learning. There we go. Do you still draw today, Adam? Absolutely. <laughs> Just not on walls. At least legally, anyway. Your gifting's still there drawing it. Hey, Kevin, what are you... Okay, mine might be a little bit more sinister. Um, <laughs> um, so I was in year nine... And um, I remember my, my dad is very, very strict Indian family, but um, he was strict for, you know, being lazy at home. He was strict for, you know, getting into fights with my brother. But um, I didn't know what he would be like when it comes to, like, having girls as friends at home. So one day I tested it out, and I knew in the back of my mind I shouldn't have done this. But anyway, I had a, I had a friend come over, uh, and we were just watching TV. It was year nine, and I remember my dad came home, and it was... It was like, there's no, you know, in an Indian family, there's no naughty corner. You know, there's no, <laughs> there's no Brendan go to your room. <laughs> it was just this, this steel spoon that had patterns in it. <laughs> and those patterns, it got connected with my body so much that I had that, those patterns on my body. <laughs> um, so it was pretty sinister, pretty intense. But yeah, that's one of the, the times. And on the, I never did that again after. <laughs> I was just smarter about it. <laughs> that was before the Royal Commission, right, into child abuse? Yeah. Or, yeah. No, now no, they no. call it child abuse, but yeah. Yeah, look, that was a different era and time just to qualify that. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. Um, yeah, I guess in my household, the, uh, the so-called uh, disciplinary laws didn't sort of um, collate with the laws of the country we, we lived in. <laughs> yeah, so I won't sort of go any further on that, but... Um, yeah, like Kevin, I wasn't allowed a girlfriend. I wasn't allowed to bring friends over and stuff like that. So a sleepover. You know, you Aussies always have sleepovers. I didn't know what that was. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. 
So these guys are 120 years old because of what happened was like a very long time ago. And the statute of limitations, it, does, it, it doesn't apply anymore. <laughs> hey, hey guys, can you share with us, um, we'll start at this end this time, um, and can you share with us uh, finally, just, just what is the most memorable or funny time that sticks in your mind? Now, uh, Tahi, I understand um, it was your granddad that brought you up. Yeah, yeah, and, that's uh, the correct. And the photo that we actually saw there was uh, Tahi's granddaddy in Hawaii. So uh, you spent some time growing up in Hawaii. Uh, yeah, can you share any memorable times with your granddad? Yeah, that's granddad there. So um, uh, he, he was, honestly, he was a real strict man, but he was a lovable man. And um, being the only child, you know, I was spoilt, you know, but also I was rebellious. But good memories of my dad was, um, he was just there for me. And um, every time I got into trouble and stuff, he was just there for me. Yeah, so that. Good stuff. Um, for me, uh, I think, and, and I mentioned this, like my dad is really hospitable, so the way he gives love is food. And um, my dad just loves his food and he'd be the type that would come like two hours late to a party just to bring the right food. And even if we don't eat his food, sometimes he'd get angry. But yeah, just, just the love that he showed me through, you know, the way that he would cook the food and he'd sit down and be like, did you really like it? Did you enjoy it? And uh, I just really remember a lot of those times. So yeah, it was really heartwarming and beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I'll go back to my first comment. Like, my dad's a committee man. That's where he finds help. And I've learned from that that you help people by doing stuff. And it's often just little things that, you, that often you don't see in front of things. Like, a committee person could be the secretary or the treasurer, but you're helping stuff happen. And all those little things that just have been part of that service-minded and orientated thing that, that he's always had, um, which I've taken on board as well. Very good. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for sharing. Is there anything funny or anything you'd like to just quickly share about your dad? Yes. <laughs> when we were kids, I'm the eldest of three, I a sister and a brother, and we're having breakfast one morning, and my brother's the youngest, and he's having a bowl of Nutri-Grain. And dad's poured the milk, he's too young to pour the milk. And my brother complains that he wants more milk. My father was just, for whatever reason, was a bit short that day and just said, they don't take swimming lessons. And we have, that line's been in our family for generations. For, so years now, like, they don't take swimming lessons. <laughs> Thanks, Adam. Kevin, any, anything? Yeah, my dad is, um, he's very eccentric and he's very loud, you could say that. And when he gets angry, you can really hear him. And we own an Indian restaurant um, and pretty much what would happen was whenever, whenever the, like, someone would come in and ask, oh, can we do this or can we do that? Sometimes my dad would talk really loud and the customer can actually hear him. And one day I visibly remember when he was talking, he was just like, no, tell him we can't do that. How dare he ask for this? He, he doesn't know how busy I am during this time. And the customer was standing right there. And I remember the look on his face. Funniest thing, but yeah. <laughs> Tai is actually a granddad too, by the way. Very young looking granddad, yeah. Yeah, and um, tell you, is anything maybe anything funny in your grandchildren that they've done that sort of sticks in your 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 mind or, or your kids? Uh, yeah, um, our eldest um, grandchild, he's 22, 23, I think, and he's a police officer now. And um, when he was a youngster, he always used to come in me and Anja's room, and he wants to sleep with us. You know, he, he was scared of the light, uh, the dark. Sorry, he just wanted the lights on. I was going, oh no, I'm going to struggle with sleep and stuff. You know, so um, that was a. a a uh, real memorable moment for us, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> so many beautiful times, you know, and uh, as a father, there are good times and there are times of um, correction as well, isn't there? So, you know, we, we accept both. Um, so thank you so much, guys. Let's, let's give them a hand. Thanks for sharing, uh, coming up here this morning. God bless you. And um, at, at this time, if I could just ask all of us to stand up, uh, especially the men, the, 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 all the men, fathers and men. Um, we're going to come to a close. Um, I want to share with you Psalms 139.5. It says, you hem me, you hem me in behind and before. So behind and before. And you lay your hand upon me. So I want to explain this a bit deeper. The word hem in Hebrew, it means like a military siege. It means a fortification, something strong around you. In this context, it suggests guarding a valuable object. Those men that are standing, you are a valuable object. You are valuable. You are valuable and you are fortified and God has sieged himself around you. Hand. The father has folded his, arm, folded his arms around me and caressed us with his hand. God's hand always brings grace and comfort. When his hand is on you, he brings grace and comfort to the righteousness. He guards us on all sides. We may feel weak at times, but the Lord is always with us and he will strengthen us. At this moment, I'm, I'm going to ask the ushers to hand all you men a letter. Now, in this letter contains the Father's promise to you as his son, okay? And I want you to read it shortly in a moment. Before we do that, before we do that, we, the church is going to pray for you men. Now, we're going to come around you. We're going to hem around you. If you're okay, we'll lay hands on you. If not, we will stretch our hands to you. So if I could ask those uh, ladies, uh, other people that are here, if you could just come around the men near you and just come around them, hem yourself around them, stretch your hands or you can lay your hands on them. And I'm going to ask at this point Jocelyn just to come up and, and, and say a prayer. And as she prays that we all believe and we all agree together in this prayer, we come around our men and just fortify them through prayer. As we come across um, to our dads and our father figures in this church, um, we just before I pray, I just want to say that we honor you. And um, yeah, let's pray. Gracious God, we come before your presence. Lord, we thank you for this time, Lord, and this opportunity that we get to honor fathers. Lord, we know that you have um, given us fathers with a purpose and a role in this earth. And Lord, today we acknowledge the, the role and the, the blessing that comes with the heart of the Father. And Father, we um, just like to uplift and honor all the men who are father figures in our church, all our fathers and grandfathers who are present here. Lord, I also pray for the hearts of those people who may not have a good experience with their fathers, that they may realize this morning that our gracious Father in heaven comes with his love and covers all those gaps with understanding and love. And today, Lord, we pronounce all blessing upon all our dads. Lord, I pray that you bless the work of their hands. Lord, I pray that you anoint their mouths, you anoint their tongues with the conversation that we, they will have in around them, their children, in the work that they do. 
Father, also pray, I also pray that, um, that you will expand their territories. May they um, be blessed with finances. May they be blessed with um, long living and long life. And Father, I also pray that as they walk in their day-to-day um, -day living and life, oh Lord, that you are always with them. And Father, I pray that um, those um, hearts that may be grieving because it's Father's Day today, we also um, remember them, oh God. Lord, we pray and we ask that today you remind them that our Father in heaven has not forgotten about them. Not one father is forgotten, not, men, not one man is forgotten this morning, but that you have got them in the palm of your hand and that you love them with all your heart. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <laughs>